All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this podcast of our teacher interview. I have Jamie Hughes with me right now. And what she's going to do is she's going to share a little bit about her as an educator and where she's worked and what she's done. Okay. Hi, thank you very much for um, inviting me to participate. Uh, my name is Jamie Hughes, and I have been teaching a total of 28 plus years. Um, I started in Indiana, and I taught 10 years um, kindergarten. And from there, I moved up to Wisconsin. And uh, because the degrees didn't transfer, I had to go back to school, and I went back to Utah. Uh, University of Wisconsin Stevens Point where I got a degree in um, elementary education with a minor in learning disabilities and also I went back and got my reading certification 316 and 317 all of it from um, University of Wisconsin Stevens Point so from there when I finished and graduated I got um, a job at uh, DC Everest School District and for the first two years, I taught learning disabilities. And then from there, they added um, a reading um, class, a core class to each house, because we have houses at the middle school, and to each house. So from there, I went on to be a reading teacher, where I was a reading teacher for uh, 16 years. And then from there, I am back down in kindergarten. COVID kind of put us all over the place. So I am enjoying being back down teaching kindergarten over at Hatley Elementary School in the D.C. Everest District. So Jamie has a lot of experience, and I'm very excited to be able to learn a little bit about her and how she's been resilient over the years. So Jamie, I want to ask you, how have you seen education or schools change through the years in ways that they test teacher resilience? Um, really good question. I think um, as we get better at identifying kids and their needs and their struggles and what um, families might need, um, schools have been able to really adapt and help um, the student not only academically but socially and emotionally and, and we're seeing those needs rise. And um, I can say with DC Everest we've done a, a good job at starting to work towards making sure that we're supporting our families. Um, it does put stress on, on teachers but I I don't think that it's anything we can't handle, and, and I enjoy being able to help kids. Uh, they always, you know, kid and tell me because I'm older, oh, she just grandma, <laughs> grandmas them a little bit. But um, that's part of being a teacher. That's part of loving your kids. That's part of supporting your kids um, is being able to find their needs so that they can grow academically, socially, emotionally, and really be strong, well-rounded kids. So um, a lot more has been added to our plate, I think, now than before. But I think administration really supports us when we have a need or see a need. Uh, we're able to go to them and talk to them about what can we do? Where can we get the help for our families and kids? Okay, great, great answer. Uh, what we're going to do next, Jamie, is what has been the hardest time in your career that's tested your resilience, and how did you get through that? Ooh, another good question. Um, I think just learning the new um, you know, procedures, going from a reading teacher, oh, I've 
became a reading specialist or a reading support teacher. So I think that was a little bit rough for me trying to figure out and learn new programs, new procedures, the RTI process, um, all of that that's put into place. Um, uh, that really stretched me a lot. And, and at times I was like, oh my goodness, I, I, you know, you, you're not going to learn it. I'm I'm an old-fashioned, you know, I didn't have computers growing up, so I think the technology is really my nemesis, is learning the technology part of it. But once again, great support in going to people and saying, hey, can you help me with this? And, and making sure that I'm crossing the T's and dotting the I's, because, you know, that's one thing I never want to do, is hold a kid back from getting a support they might need or, or something like that. So I just think it's learning the new laws and procedures of all of the the processes to making sure kids get what they need yeah so i like it's always kids first always Amen. kids first yes it is so as we kind of go off of what you've had to learn about you how you can be resilient uh what are some things that you currently do maybe you've done in the past or you're currently doing with our COVID situation to maintain your resilience with going from reading specialist to back to the kindergarten classroom? Oh, this has been, it, it was a rough transition at the beginning. Um, just learning a new school, new procedures, things like that, and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm 20 years, 30 years older than what I taught kindergarten from before. And am I going to have the stamina to be able to do it? But, um, I really, I've just kind of relaxed a little bit and said, I'm doing my best. If I see a need, I've got a great support system here at Hatley to be able to go and get and find help. Um, lots of encouragement. And um, I've just really kind of relaxed into getting to know my kids and providing what they need. And if we don't get it to it today, we'll get to it tomorrow. Um, that's one thing that I've been doing to really find that love and joy again of teaching. And um, it because you kind of plateau a little bit and then you kind of, okay, you got to regroup yourself and, and what can I do? And I, I do shelter some time at home where it's just got to be me and what, you know, um, I'm a crafter. I like to do crafts. So I try to at least two, three days a week say, okay, nope. Let's put the schoolwork away. Let's go do something that I want to do. Um, go spend time with my grandkids, whatever it is. And um, I've I've started doing that a lot more. And um, I guess it shows up in my love for walking back into the classroom, walking back into the into the school, and doing for these kids, and and showing and and just enjoying them again. Mm-hmm. I know you were talking about crafting and uh, getting out there and playing with your grandkids and things like that. We we just learned about that in in our our book onward. And what what's like the latest craft thing that you did? Um, I love to crochet, so I've been making blankets and um, washcloths and things like that for like the women's shelter. And then I also love to do the fleece blankets, and mm -hmm. I'll do those and um, give those out to the different shelters and areas that need them as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. One last question I have for you. So we've talked a lot about your resilience and your background. What are some tips that you have or your top four tips that you have for educators to remain resilient? And that can be to somebody who's also a veteran like you are or to somebody who is just starting out and they are stressed to the max or don't know in what direction they want to go. 
Um, number one is really be true to yourself. Recognize, okay, this isn't right. Um, recognize that I need to do something to change something. Um, because edu being a teacher is hard, plain and simple. I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. It is hard. And it can be all time consuming, but don't let it be. Uh, back away. Take time for yourself. I would say find people in your school that you really trust, that you can have that time to vent, have that time to say, help, I need help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Please don't be afraid. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of, oh, you know, and, and you, you'll find your friends in your little niche, and that is so awesome um, for that. Time for family always family. I'm, I'm a firm believer in family first. Take care of them. If your family's happy, you're going to be happy walking into the building. Um, do that. Uh, professional education. I am, oh, I love to read. I love to read professional articles. Um, find an area that you like to do in education and just enjoy it. Get those professional books out that you would really just like to read and, and pick up a little few nuggets. Um, I used to be one that would take like massive notes and, and stuff like that. And, and I've stopped and I've just said, okay, let's just read this and um, read it and just glean what I can from just reading it. Um, I belong to a professional book club uh, group of ladies and we always at the end of the year go, okay, now you you, we, we're only going to do four or five professional books, but between each professional book, you have to do a reading for a fun book. And that, well, you know, whatever you want to read, and we always have to check in on each other. Did you read for fun or not? So um, make sure that you're spending time for yourself as well. That is huge, or burnout's going to happen. All right. Those are all awesome tips. And I know as I was listening to you, those are some tips that I definitely need to remind myself of. So I want to say thank you, Jamie, for being my interview partner through this process. And it's kind of neat just to see what you've been through and some of the things that you do to kind of help yourself get through difficult times or just to get through easy times or fun times. Mm -hmm. Because I always say that, you know, if you can enjoy yourself outside of school, that enjoyment will come right into your classroom. And then you'll have your kids that will show that excitement as well. Yes. So, My pleasure. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you.